Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Talk New York sports with us. 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. Watch out, 103. McMonagle here with you on the fan. I got you for another four hours. Let's go till five with Jerry and Al in the warm-up show. Right here in the overnights. That's right, the overnights. Getting my uh, four nights in a row now, getting used to it. Starting to find the rhythm. Still today was, you know, it's just weird being around during the day. So many years. I mean, 12 12, 13 years of the same shift to suddenly like be thrusted into, you know, having all this. And I never, I'm, uh, we're going to, you know, I, now that I'm going to be doing the show every day and stuff, we're going to talk, you know, probably a little bit about me. You're going to learn, you know, I have two kids. Obviously, if you don't know, if you weren't a fan of uh, Carton Roberts, or didn't get a chance to listen. Big Mac, obviously, that's me. I was with the show. Uh, we would talk about my kids. But so I got two kids, uh, wife. Um, my mother's in the house too. So it's like, I never ever have a moment to myself for like the last five or six years. Like I never just like could walk into the kitchen and just go, hello. Like, like, uh, you know, Kevin McAllister in home alone. I never had that moment ever. Cause I'd work during the day. I come home at night. Everyone's home. I'd wake up in the morning, drive the kids to school, then go to work. Like, I never would just be home alone ever. And so now the kids are at camp, not school, but camp. My wife's off because she's a teacher, but she was running errands today. Like I woke up and it was just like, hello? Anybody there? Buzz? Mom? Like it's just, it's so weird. I just can't get used to it. It's very weird. Driving around in the daytime, knowing I worked later that night. Like it's just so bizarre. I feel every day feels like the weekend. It's so weird. But I'll get used to it. Looking forward to it. We'll do more of uh, Learn Your New Overnight Host. Maybe we'll have a segment later. Learn more about McMonagall. Because we didn't really do that. I know I haven't really had this like whole big thing, but I just want to do a sports show. I think that's more entertaining than hearing about me, but we have so much time. I've done so many five-hour shows that we'll get into. it. We'll have some fun, learn a little bit more about me. If you know anything about me, you know the Beatles stuff. Uh, love, love, um, love the Beatles, love music, love you know classic rock is kind of my thing. We'll get into it, all my other passions. 
I have many passions. I'm a man of many passions. My wife always makes fun of me. Like I, when I when I love things, I really get into them. I really like I get weird with them. So, you know, passions like uh, my favorite TV show or my favorite movie. Like I love Lord of the Rings. I love I love Twenty Four and Jack Bauer. I was big into those things. Like I'm weird with them. Every episode of Twenty Four is like a big deal. I'd have friends over. You know, it was, I was nuts. I'm nuts when I get into stuff. So we'll learn more about me as we go along. But right now we're talking Jets. We're talking Giants. And obviously the big news uh, for the Giants was Saquon Barkley. We did that for a little bit. Continue to take your phone calls on it. But big news with the Jets as well is officially, we've talked about it a little bit the last couple of days, but officially the Jets are now doing hard knocks for HBO. And I love it. I love it. I'm sorry. I can't imagine a Jet fan not being pumped for it. I can't. Uh, the idea that you're afraid of it or, you know, first of all, I understand, like, you're not Bill Belichick and the Patriots, all right? You you haven't established yourself to some sort of, you know, mad genius, and you can't, you know, you got guys that, you know, people never heard of doing important things, and you don't want to open it up to behind the scenes, and you're not agitated like Bill Belichick, and, like, you're the Jets, all right? I know, and you're the Jets, and the reason why you're forced to do it is because you haven't been in the postseason since the last time you did it, practically. It's been, it's right. It's, I think that was the last time they were in the postseason was when, when the last time they did the hard knock season. That's how long it's been. You're the Jets. And it's, and the idea that everybody wants you should be put a smile on your face. We talked about it when the schedule came out. Ooh, how many times are the Jets going to be in primetime? They haven't had a Sunday night football and blah, blah, blah. And oh, wow, we're Sunday night and Monday night. Oh, it's great. This is great. And then when it comes time to like actually doing something, it's like, oh, I don't want to do this. I just want to play on Sunday night and Monday night and be the toast of the town without having to have a show that the team doesn't like. Oh, and it's not fair. The NFL makes us do it. Blah, blah, blah. You got one of the great quarterbacks in the league, and he's obviously not shy. Let's be fair about that. The guy's not shy right now. I know he likes to spend some time in quiet, dark places, but he's been, the minute he signed the pen hit paper with the Jets, whoo, has he been out there loving life? Concerts and playoff games, and I mean, he's he could be happier. He's doing. I I, I swear, I, you can't wipe the smile off his face when he's given when he's given press conferences during camp. I mean, he's thrilled to be here. I'm sure he's going to welcome every camera. It looks like he's like in a brand new relationship. He's in love. It's perfect. Everything's great right now. He's as happy as you can be. Aaron Rodgers is in love with the Jets. The the NFL world is in love with the Jets, and you're complaining about it. What are you, nuts? The only time the Jets are talked about is when it's butt fumbles and quarterbacks eating hot dogs on the sidelines and how miserable you've been and how bad, you know, and and Adam Gase and and all your head coaches and Peyton Manning suggested this guy. These are, This is what you want to talk about. We talk about Evan is, is dying to go on with the Mannings during the Manning cast just so we could ask that question. That's what That's what's the most topic of mind. That's what Evan wants to ask people about the Jets. About Peyton Manning suggesting Adam Gase to be the coach. This is what we typically talk about with the Jets. And now everybody wants a piece of you because you have a, a, an all-time great quarterback. You got a young, talented roster. You got a game-breaking player at running back, hopefully coming back healthy. You got a game-breaking young player at the wide receiver position in Garrett Wilson. You got a Hall of Fame qu- a quarterback who's as good as anyone who's ever lived practically when you just talk about skill sets. Uh, you got uh, the quite possibly the the best young quarterback cornerback in the NFL. 
You got a great roster. You got a an interesting thing going on right now. You're the toast of the town. Everybody wants a piece of you. And still it's complaints because it'll fall apart. Something will happen. It'll ruin this. It'll ruin that. Instead of just saying, you know what? This is great. Everybody loves us. And plus, I know they do one, uh, one uh, jet drive or they have their own YouTube show. I get that. But this is access to your team, man. I talk about this all the time. I feel so much more connected as a baseball fan. This is why part of why I love baseball the most. I love the 162. And I hate the idea they're talking about cutting games. I want all 162. You know why I love 162? Because they haven't played 163 yet. That's because I'm a baseball nut. But I love the Yankees and I love my baseball team because it's there every night. I watch every game. I watch every post game. I, you know, the manager, whether we like what he says or not, is a different conversation. But he talks every night. This post game every night. I know every player. I could tell you the twenty fifth man. If like today, I got a text message from uh, a buddy who was like, just showed me a random picture of a Yankee he wanted to use. He's like, "What Yankee is this?" I'm like, "That's that's Jonathan Lawizaga." I knew immediately. I knew immediately who Jonathan Lawizaga was from a half a second look. You know, half asleep at two thirty in the afternoon. I wouldn't know that on the, tw- the the 25th man who's hurting away from the team right now for the Giants just by looking at a quick picture. I, I would have to think about it. Baseball, it's different. It's every night. Football is, is you know, Sundays are an experience. You, you watch nothing but football all day. The Jets are on at 1. They finish at 4 o'clock. You might watch a little bit of the post game, but pretty much you're on right to the 4 o'clock game. It's different. The coach talks once a week. The quarterback talks once a week. I want to feel connected to my team. I want to be on the ride. And although, you know, you still can. I'm not saying in football it's impossible that you're not connected. But now you're a fly on the wall during training camp. You're watching all this stuff. It's fun. And more than that, you're expected to be good. You're expected to be interesting. And I think it's going to be a great year. I really do. I'm pumped about the Jets. I, I believe in it. I'm buying it. I don't I don't buy into this. And maybe it's because I'm not a Jet fan, to be fair. But I don't buy into this immediate negative t- thought that it's the Jets and they'll Jet. I, I understand it. I do. I do understand it. But it, there's, no, there's no real logic behind it other than what you've seen. There's no reason. You look at this roster. You look at what Aaron Rodgers has done his whole career. Like You look at this team. There's no reason to think they're not going to be good. All right, maybe not as good as everybody thinks. Maybe not a, a Super Bowl contender the way I think they're going to be. But they're going to be interesting. They're going to be good. You're going to have a really good team on your hands. Embrace it. Dream. Dream the dream. Why not? What does it cost you? What does it cost you to hope and have faith that this team will be good? It's not going to make you feel any... It's not going to hurt you more. It's not like one of those things where if I keep my expectations low, I can't have my heart broken. Forget that. Go put your heart out there. It's not going to make you feel any better. If they if they go 0-6, you're going to be pissed off no matter how, how you thought the season was going to go. Embrace this team. Embrace the opportunity to watch this team. Embrace the idea that other teams hate you. I, I was talking about this with Zoo before the show. The, the Jets are going to be hated because of Aaron Rodgers, because of all the hype. Because of this young talent, because of guys like Sauce Gardner and all these guys going on social media, because of the idea that you know the entire offseason was hijacked by what Aaron Rodgers was going to do, and you know a hundred million people are watching Pat McAfee interviews and all that, you're going to be hated. Embrace it. That's awesome. 
Who's giving a crap about you for 10 years? Nobody. I'd be pumped if I'm a Jets fan. Pumped. And I think they're going to be really good. I think, I, I, I honestly do. If he can stay healthy, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a great year. They're going to be a, a really good team. I said it before. I think they're going to the AFC Championship game. I really do. So, and the last time they did hard knocks, that's exactly what happened. So let's see if it can happen again. I'm pumped about it. Scott and Roslyn. What's up, Scott? Yep, I, was, I feel the same exact way. I'm saying the Jets are going back to the AFC Championship game for sure. It's 2010 all over again. Let's do it. I'd say, I mean, let's let's go. I th- and I think they have a chance to be better because Mark Sanchez versus Aaron Rodgers isn't much of a conversation. And I know, listen, Not and Rodgers has had, let's be fair about it before I get too crazy and pie in the sky. Aaron Rodgers has had a history of not winning the big game. He has won a Super Bowl, no doubt, but he, for, for as good as they have been during the regular season in his tenures, many w- division titles and, you know, 13 to 15 win seasons, yep. he's lost a lot of home playoff games. There's no, to lesser teams. Uh, the Giants in 11 is a perfect one. They, they, they come off that Super Bowl, they have 15 and one, and they allow the Giants to come in to their building, throw a Hail Mary going into halftime and lose to a, a Giants team that they sh- were not better than. I mean, excuse me, that the that that they were much better than the Giant team. But so there's been plenty of cases, including last year. The last game he played as a Packer is an underachieving uh, game against a, a Lions team that had nothing to play for, and they had everything to play for. So I don't want to make it seem like you bring him in here, he wins every big game. That's not been his his mo. So, but at the same time, I mean, even better though. But at the same, Rogers going to have a lot of critics, a lot of people doubting the Jets not getting to the big game, and Rogers going to shut them all up. I hope so. I'm pumped about it. So you're looking forward to Hard Knocks? I'm looking forward to it. I think it's be awesome. I mean, I'm a pretty young Jets fan, so I haven't seen the Jets been good at all, or even get preseason love like this. So it's a crazy experience for me. Yeah, I'm no, of course, it hasn't been like this in forever. And thank you for the call. You're going to be hated. How different is that for the Jets? There's going to be enthusiasm about this team. There's there's expectations. And and believe me, j- just because there's expectations, it doesn't hurt any more than if you don't meet them. It's still it just it sucks if it sucks. But this is going to be, you know, an exciting year. I'm pumped about it. I'm looking forward to every Jet game. I'm looking forward to Sundays more than ever. With both of these teams should be pretty good at least you know, I think the Jets are a legitimate Super Bowl contender. I mean, on on some level, I don't know if they're quite good enough to take over and beat, you know, the Bengals or beat obviously the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know if they're there necessarily. They might be though. You never know. Seasons change, but I think they're a legitimate, you know, real threat in the AFC. I don't know if the Giants are quite there in the weaker NFC. An easier road, no doubt. You know, the amount of quarterbacks in the AFC, it's a tough go. There's no doubt about it. The Jets, if they are going to get to the AFC Championship, uh, like I'm hoping, they're going to have to they're going to have to beat a couple of good quarterbacks to get there. I mean, that's just that's just there's bar none, that's what's going to happen. All of the best young quarterbacks in in the NFL are in there. The Giants, they have a much easier path, but they have a team in their division that could be the best roster in football. And a quarterback who might be ascending to be one of the guys that we would consider the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, I guess some people do now. I want to see more. He got paid like he is. He was phenomenal. But they all—they had another quarterback who should have won an MVP and was phenomenal for a year. Didn't work out. But I'm pumped. I'm looking forward to Jet games. 
Danny in Franklin Square. What's up, Danny? Hey, C-Mac. How are you, buddy? What's going on? How's how's Franklin Square doing Welcome these days? How's my hometown doing? Uh, it's phenomenal. Which, I got to tell you something, all yeah. right? Because I I have um, two kids that already went through your old high school. Yep. And I got two kids that are in it now. Yep. And during the year, I was over in the school getting one of my kids at the attendance office, and they got like this small wall of fame. Yeah, all the pictures, yeah. Yeah, I, you're not on it. I know. I know. And I find that a little disrespectful because <laughs> uh, looking at the other people on it, I'm like, why isn't he on it? I know. Maybe, listen, I got, maybe, maybe, I got, maybe I got to make a phone call over there. I think you do. Maybe the next time I'm there, I'll maybe make a little complaint about it or something, <laughs> and uh, we'll see if we can get you up on that Yeah, wall. I mean, Lugie's getting asked to speak at his high school. I mean, let's go. It's about my time. Come on, H. Frank Carey, get it together. I mean, I, I just don't understand it. I, I know. don't understand it. Well, I'm just, anyway, I'm just getting started. Yes, yeah, so what's up, Danny? I'm very excited that you're the new overnight Thank guy you very much. When, I appreciate you know, when it. Craig, when Craig announced that he was leaving... The first thought was, oh, I, I had a feeling Sal was going to get more. I'm like, who are they going to put on the overnights now? And very happy with the choice. So congratulations. Lots of luck. Thank you very much. And um, on the Jets. Yes. I am, I, I'm not even a Jet fan. And I am so pumped. I don't even really watch Hard Knocks, you know, being yeah. that I work nights and stuff. It's hard to catch up. Once I'm a few episodes, I'm out. You know what I mean? I don't even try to catch up. I'm so pumped to watch Hard Knocks with Aaron Roy. I love that he's on the Jets. All right? And this is coming from a Giant fan. Yeah, same here. I, I mean, I huge, huge Aaron Rodgers fan. Always have been. I don't know what it is that, you know, makes me like the guy so much. Maybe because he's so against the grain with everything. That's why I like him so much. Mm -hmm. But I can't wait to tune into Hard Knocks now. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm with, I'm with you, Danny, and thank you for the call. As a and you know, good luck with getting me into the Hall of Fame or whatever over there. Um, I was I was just talking to Rich Davis too, who went to my high school. Um, so it's come up a little bit. Anyway, sidetracked. I apologize. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped about it too, and I, I love I love Aaron Rodgers because I I love great players. It's it's that simple. It's that simple. I enjoy, I I love watching Aaron Rodgers play football. He is an incredible quarterback. He's an incredible thrower of the football. He is so accurate. It's so effortless. He, he's got every aspect. Even his legs are underrated. I know the talk is he's older. you got to have this great offensive line. And without question, you have to have a good offensive line to protect him. We all, that, that goes for every quarterback. Let's be honest, every quarterback. But I think he's a little bit more mobile than people think, but he throws well. He does everything. He throws well on the run. He's extremely accurate. Uh, it's just he, he commands the offense. It's he's he's as good a Sunday to Sunday NFL quarterback performer as I've ever seen. He really is. He hasn't won the big game enough. At least he's won it once. Not enough, considering how good they've been, the stranglehold they've had on the NFC North. He should have won more games, and he should have won more home playoff games. But I love watching him play, and and I and I don't understand. This is a I I I, I had this argument a lot. I don't understand why Jet and Giant fans would hate the other team. I mean, I guess I kind of understand the Jet kind of thing of the younger brother playing at Giant Stadium, and it still feels like Giant Stadium to a lot of Jet fans, and Giant fans for that matter. But, it, you know, and they've won championships, the Jets haven't, and, you know, they've had more success recently even, but his, historically, 
and it feels like you're the younger brother. I get it, but I and I understand Victor Cruz and the the Christmas Eve game, but for the most part, they, they play once every four years. They don't have almost anything to do with each other. I I, I don't understand. I, I I have no problem rooting for the Jets. Why would any Giant fan hate the Jets? I'm looking forward to watching them every week. If they're not playing the Giants, I'm rooting for the Jets. I don't. I don't. I understand the Met Yankee one. I certainly understand the other sports because they're in the same division. And you know, Knicks and Net fans hate each other in the same division. Islanders, Rangers, Devils, all in the same division. Mets and Yankees is is kind of a different thing. They played in the World Series. They play every year. There's really the you know the Big Brother complex with Met fans. But Giants and Jets, there should be no ill will whatsoever. I know Victor Cruz scored one touchdown in one season. I know. And Evan and I understand it was important. They the the Jets were it was the really the beginning of the end of that run with that team, and it's been uh, a barren wasteland since. But you're gonna put it all on that Victor Cruz play. I don't. I, I think every Giant fan should be pumped about this. Why not? It's more football. We we watch football on Sundays. You're gonna have two New York teams to watch and talk about. It's gonna be great. Danny in Queens. What's up, Danny? Danny, what's going on? Where are you? I feel like I just threw to like a weatherman in the middle of a storm. And we're going to we're going to Al Roker, who's out in uh, Wichita. What is going on? Hello. Every night I'll Facetime. You're gonna Facetime me every night. All right, Danny. It was fun for a second. But that's exactly what it sounded like. The minute I... Yeah, exactly. He sounds like he's at MetLife Stadium waiting for the season to start. But that's what it sounded like. It sounded like a, 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 the desk reporter immediately just threw to, like, the weather the weatherman live in a hurricane. I'm here, Ted! The winds are whipping up to 80, 80 miles an hour, and it's getting dangerous out here. You can see the streets are completely flooded. No one's out there. Oh, wait, no, here's a couple. Let me see if I can talk to this older gentleman who's walking the streets right now. Uh, sir, are you concerned by the wind? No, I, this is nothing. In 1965, it was way worse than this. And if they think they're going to stop me from getting to my favorite coffee shop, they've got another thing coming. Mitchell in Fort Lee. What's up, Mitchell? Big Mac, first of all, I just want to say congratulations on your nice promotion. I'm going to look forward to speaking to you at nighttime more than one, just on the weekend. Yes. So, well, plenty to talk, well, plenty to talk about me and you. But... Uh, Going to the Jets. Yes. This is how I look at it. I, I look forward to football season. I bought. I have season tickets. I didn't. I was going to take them after last year. I wasn't going to take them because so they raised to twenty five percent. But then because Roger was coming, I thought I bought them, so I'm happy. But hard knocks. You know what? I think that I wish the NFL didn't let them go on hard knocks for one reason. Okay, I'll get to the reason why I say this that the, the rest of the NFL doesn't need to know what's going on with the Jets. The Jets should just go quietly into training camp, get the team ready to what go. What does that mean? Let's have a good. What does that mean? Because they show so much on. on what that, do they show? On, on, what do they really they show? show? Do you think that? Do you think that the hard knock teams are 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 at a disadvantage because their plays are being shown to the opponent? Like really? Come on. Well, I just. I, but but this. They don't. They don't break down. They don't break down plays too yeah. much. It's. It's. I know, but it should just be. It, but it just that the Jets 
or so everyone is looking for a great season with them. It would have been, it, I just buy a personal pin. It would be nice to just go into training camp, be left alone. No, embrace it. Embrace what you, embrace what you are here. Well, I mean, I don't, like, right. I, it's, it go quietly into what? Like, I don't understand. There is no quiet with Aaron Rodgers. There's no quiet. You were the talk of the offseason. There's no quiet. They weren't going to quietly go into the training camp. They're the Jets with Aaron Rodgers. He's been a Packer his whole life. He's he's kind of out there. His stance on a million different things has been, you know, has been out there. He's he's a different kind of guy with a different kind of thought process doing doing press doing uh conferences about trying to legalize uh, you know, different kinds of drugs and experimental things. Like he's a he's a different cat. And he's oh, by the way, a Two-time or four-time MVP, two times in the last three years. He's one of the great players in NFL history, and he's come to the Jets. And he's out there hitting the streets, watching the, you know, going to playoff games, going to Taylor Swift concerts. He's loving life. They're going to be a story no matter they're on hard knocks or not. The rest of the league is coming for him, whether they're on hard knocks or not. It's uh, What do you go quietly into camp? Like, no one's going to pay attention. Like, we're not going to be asking every day, how's it going? How's Aaron Rodgers' calf feel? How's this? How's that? Like, that's, it's, it's just going to be nice and quiet. The NFL, the, the NFL Network and ESPN are being all over the Jets, all over them. They are one of the teams to watch. That's why you got all these, uh, you know, primetime games. There is no quiet with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, there's no quiet. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We know what we think. What do you think? Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. Nirvana. People were getting on me for my Nirvana take. I got a lot of people. 
tweeting at me saying it's crazy not to call them as influential as I, I think they're a little overrated. I think they're good. I just think they're a little overrated. People get mad. You know what else? I, I put out something today because for whatever reason, my wife bought honeydew. And we have honeydew occasionally, not as much as watermelon. We have watermelon all the time in the summer. My wife loves watermelon. But she got a, a honeydew and a cantaloupe. And she cut up the honeydew last night and put it in the fridge. And so when I woke up this morning, or this afternoon, should I say, whenever I woke up, probably, I probably should have slept longer. I didn't. I'm still working on it. So I go downstairs, and it's, it's in the fridge in the Tupperware, and it hit like it's never hit before. It was like the best honeydew melon I've ever had. It was cold. It was perfectly ripe. I damn near ate the entire thing of, of honeydew. I, I don't, it was just one of those, it was like refreshing. It was like eating and drinking at the same time. That's why I love watermelon. It's like eating and drinking at the same time. It is so damn refreshing. So I'm eating this honeydew, and I couldn't help myself. I just, you know, I'm trying to become more engaging and say dumb things on Twitter because sometimes I feel like I don't do that enough. And I just tweeted out something about how good honeydew is because I literally felt like I almost ate a whole melon of honeydew in one sitting. Maybe even, it might have even been two honeydew. I don't know. But it was like a big container of honeydew. I ate all of it, practically all of it. And like three people, one, people disagree. Adam the Bull got really mad and he even cursed about it. Adam, calm down. It's just it's just melons. But he thought it was a preposterous take that I think it's an underrated fruit. It is underrated. When it's good, it's as good as a good honeydew is as good as anything. Really. That's it was that good. Now, typically it's not always great. It doesn't necessarily ripe as good as any as other, you know. If you get a, a so-so watermelon, it's better than a so-so honeydew. No doubt about it. But honeydew at its best, I'll take it against any other fruit's best. That's how good it was today. It just hit the spot. So a bunch of people tweeting that, that they like it or dislike it, but I got like three or four things, and I think partially it's being made fun of about my weight. But like three or four people told me that it's going like to run right through me. I'm going to have to go to the bathroom all day. Why? I, I've never... I've never experienced that with honeydew or melons in general. Do they go right through you? I don't know. I've never felt like, oh, boy, I just had a whole bunch of watermelon or, or honeydew or cantaloupe, and suddenly I better be prepared to you know, be by the bowl all day. Never. So I don't know. But, yes, yeah, someone just tweeted at me that we need sports back. I 100% agree. Otherwise, this is what we talk about. Talk about how much honeydew I had for breakfast slash lunch, whatever you call it, when you have it at 3 o'clock when you wake up. But the honey, honeydew hit the spot. I don't know about you guys. I don't know how anybody feels. I, to me, that is an underrated fruit. People do not appreciate it. When you get a when you get like a, 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 a fruit salad or whatever, like people just disregard it. Like, ooh, watermelon, ooh, strawberries, ooh, this, ooh, that. Nobody says, ooh, honeydew. They should. They should. It's not right. Because I'm telling you, today, I don't know if I've ever enjoyed any fruit in my life more than I enjoyed that honeydew today. It was pitch perfect. Robbie in Phoenix. What's up, Robbie? Morning, morning. I would have to agree with you. I found Nirvana to be okay. Yeah, I mean, Not I would even great, say they're better than okay. okay. But I, the people talk about them like they you know, revolutionized music in the 90s. No. I don't happen to feel that way. But, I mean, if you really were into them, I could understand how you feel that way. But I don't. Right. Right, no, I would agree with you. I get flack for it myself. Do you think the Jets will get Dalvin Cook? Uh, no, I do not. 
I don't think. Really? I, I think he wants to go to Miami. I think eventually he's going to go to Miami. I think he's waiting. His, he's biding his time. I, I don't know if the Jets need, you know, Cook. Obviously, I, I think they don't need him. Uh, I understand that you're not sure when um, your stud running back is coming back, uh, Brees Hall. I understand you don't know when he's coming back. It's nice to have a backup running back. But I also think if he does come back, then I don't know. I mean, are you going to have two of the same style backs? In well, a, let me ask. I, I, and I like Brees Hall better. I mean, if he never comes back, if he's never himself, then Cook makes a lot of sense, I suppose. But I, I just don't I don't think it's going to happen. I think he'd rather go to Miami. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers would not have to throw as much, and play action would be very good with, uh, with that type of a uh, – well, because he wouldn't have to throw 30 to 40 times. But why? They could, why would he not have to do that? They're going to well, run the he, ball with both of those backs just constantly? Yeah. I don't, I don't, no, I don't, I don't see that way. I, and, and plus, a lot of them are good out of the backfield. But I mean, are you going to play? Like, are you going to you're going to have Aaron Rodgers and then lean on your running back tandem? Not lean, lean, but he won't have to throw like forty passes. Well, no, I don't think. And, I, yeah, but I mean, I think you could just have a you know a, a, another running back in there with Hall and still not have him throw forty times. I don't think Cook uh, is is somehow uh, the guy who would make the difference in throwing 40 times and not throwing 40 times. Uh, you still run the ball. I like a change of back, a change of pace back as opposed to kind of the same kind of running back in both, you know, from both of my, my split backs. But listen, it's not, it's, I would never tell you it's, he's a good player. So adding a good player is never a bad thing. I just don't no, know. True. I just don't know if it's the perfect fit. And I think he'd rather go. I think he's going to end up in Miami. Would I be wrong to expect big results from the Jets? No, do it. Expect you're, you're, wins. Wrong, you're wrong not to. If you're a Jet right. fan, yes, you're wrong not to expect big things from them. Why not? Twelve to thirteen wins. Well, yeah, I mean that's yeah, I, I, that's a lot, but expect big things. No doubt, expect to be one of the top teams in the AFC. Expect to be heading down the season looking to clinch a playoff spot and feeling like why not us that's what i expect from the jets that's and that's i expect to be into december or late november even feeling like this is a playoff team and why not us that's what i want from the jets and i think that is absolutely there for the taking i don't think there is any doubt that as a jet fan that's what you should expect and now whether you want to talk about what's needed, I know Joe would tell you, you ha- there's certain things you, ha- you have to do, including win week one. Like that, that's Beningo's. But, I mean, so are there certain marks you have to do? Yeah, you have to make the playoffs, clearly. And do you have to win a playoff game for it to be a successful season? Yeah, probably. So there are things you want to check off, but for me, what I'm what I what the what I expect from this team, bare minimum, is to to be a playoff team, and have the feeling of why not us. Because, honestly, I know Giant fans will tell you that's what they had last year. They didn't. There are teams who have feeling like why not us. I never as a Giant really felt like, hey, why not us, even after beating Minnesota. like It was just too many teams to get through that were better than the Giants. You want to have a team that you know you've seen play a whole year, you've seen the offense do what it's done uh, with – you know, this new offensive coordinator with obviously Aaron Rodgers, with this young, talented team, and then you want the defense to continue to progress 
with their young players and what they were able to do last year. And you want to feel like not only are we heading into the playoffs, but we're one of the better teams. We've hit our stride. Why not us? That's what I want from the Jets. 877-337-6666. And that's completely plausible. And why not root for, like, I hate the idea of expecting bad things. I just hate it. I know you're the Jets. I get it. I know. I know that's what's happened. I know you haven't won since 1969. I know. I know that, you know, you can't find a quarterback. I know you can't, you know, you. it's been 10 years of, you know, it's the longest playoff drought in sport in, in professional sports. It's I, I get it. But when you changed your franchise bringing this guy here, don't, why wallow in the idea that we're the Jets and eventually we'll jet? I would be all in. I'd, I'd be super pumped, and I would expect for this to change. Uh, Ryan in Flemington. What's up, Ryan? What's up, big man? Congrats on the new gig. Thank you, buddy. How we doing? Um, good, good, bro. Uh, so, question for you. As a Yankee fan. Yes. Would, would you be okay if the Yankees were run in the way that the Devil Rays are, right? Like, you're always competitive, mm-hmm. but you're never holding on to those top guys. You're not winning the World Series, but you're right there every year. Would that be good enough for you, or you want more? As that's, a Mets fan, that's, I know but that's, that's, that, besides not keeping good players, that's what I have now. <laughs> that's true. I don't, like, I don't know what you're saying. You're there every year. The Yankees are there every year. I know it's not good. That's no point. It's not good enough. And I know we don't like the team, and we don't like Brian Cashman, and this guy stinks, and it's the approach, and it's always losing to the Astros. All fair things. But what you just said is exactly what the Yankees do. The Yankees are always there. We can hate this team, and I get it. And losing to the Astros and especially getting swept is embarrassing and awful. They were one of the final four teams. I, I that You can hate that, and that's not good enough, but... I mean, they've made the playoffs every year since 17, and last year they were one of the final four. I, they just did everything you just asked me to. So, I mean, they need to win World Series. I don't care how they run. I don't care if they do the the way the Rays do it and the minute a player gets good, they trade for, for better value or, you know, however they run it. The Rays run it pretty damn good, no doubt about it. However the Yankees run it, they need to win World Series. That's plain and simple. Now and they haven't done that, so people think I'm I'm great with the way things have been run because I just don't think Brian Cashman's an idiot. I'm not happy with the way things have been run for the last couple of years. I'm not. There's a lot of this this off season in particular pissed me off. I've said it a million times, like a million times. They went into the season with this ridiculous left left uh, field t- uh, situation. There was no reason not to bring a legitimate left fielder in. None. It made absolutely no sense. He talked about that they needed to do it, and then he just didn't do it. And they didn't make any tweaks to an offense that clearly needed some help because you knew Judge, I mean, you didn't know he was going to run into a wall and be gone for two months, but you knew he probably wasn't going to have the same kind of season. Even if he had a great season, you didn't so impactful, so carrying the team. You figured he would have some kind of step back slightly, even if he was still great. He was so impactful and and just was carried the team in so many different ways that you couldn't have expected it to happen again that same way, and the offense wasn't addressed at all. I'm not happy. I just think there's still opportunity to address it. Whether it's young, whether it's calling Praza up and different kids up, or it's making trades at the deadline, which you know they're going to do. If they, if they tra- I know 
you know, we'll get into these kind of topics. But if the Yankees trade for Juan Soto, I don't know if they will. I don't know if Juan Soto will become available. I don't know what they'd be willing to give up, what they have to give up. I don't know. But if the Yankees trade for Juan Soto, that's not an impactful move that could change this franchise and change this team moving forward? Of course it is. If they get judged back and add Juan Soto and they pitch the way they pitch, why can't they win the World Series? Like, yeah, you would need Rizzo to be better than what he's been. You need Stanton to be better than what he's been. But you don't need them to be the best they they can be. You just need them to be better than this crap. But the way they – Rodon back and healthy, Cole having this great year – uh, Nesta Cortez coming back, and the way the bullpen pitches, if you bring Juan Soto to this lineup and judges back, why can't they win? There are still moves that could be made that completely change this team. That's all I'm saying. It's not over. I'm disappointed with Brian Cashman heading into this season, allowing it to be what it's been. But he does have a trade line to attack. He has to, and if he doesn't, I'll tell, tell you he didn't. But there's you know different uh, a couple of different names – uh, attached to outfield in St. Louis, obviously Bellinger. Uh, the Cardinals GM came out and talked about the idea that they would, they're would going to trade, whether or not it's going to be household names or other guys, but they're going to, they're on, they're selling now. The season's over for them. They have a bunch of young outfielders who are talented. They also have Arenado who could fit this team very well. There are options for Brian Cashman to go out and impact this team. The building of the 2023 Yankees is not over. But yeah, I'm not I'm not thrilled with the way things have gone here. I'm not happy with it. The things that separate me from a lot of Yankee fans is I don't have the vitriol because they win enough not to make me hate them. That's all. They win enough to not have me hate them. Disappointed in them. Not good enough. Would still open to Brian Cashman being dismissed. Open to it. I don't think he has to be, but I'm certainly open to it. If he was if he was fired tomorrow, I'd say, okay, thank you, Brian Cashman. I hope that I hope you ever bring in his does a better job. But my only they win enough for me not to despise them. That's all. Not happy with them, don't love them, not have not done a good enough job since 2020. The constant losing to the Astros kills me. Uh, all of it, all of it's fair. I don't like what's gone on here since 2020. Before that, from seven, from 16 or 15 to 20, I think Cashman did a great job. Since 2020, not a good job, not happy with it, losing too much in the postseason, giving the same type of performances in the postseason, losing to the same team in the postseason, offense having the same kind of approach that hasn't helped them, all of it true, 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 true. But they, they've won divisions. They've won 100 games every year. They've made it to the postseason. They've been in three ALCSs, not good enough, but it's enough to not make me despise them with every fiber of my being, which I think a lot of Yankee fans do. I think a lot of the Yankee fans despise Brian Cashman. You say his name, and it's vitriol, and you hate him, and you can't stand him. And you, you not only do you need him fired, but you need his like you know car repossessed. You need him. You need him. You need you know revenge for what he's done to you. I don't feel that way at all. I feel like, yeah, not not a great job the last couple of years, and maybe it is time to move on. We'll see. That's how I feel. And for that, I've been ostracized. I've been called a Yankee shill. I've been demeaned. I just don't hate them. 
877-337-6666. And I know a lot of Yankee fans obviously hate what happened with the uniform. As if you haven't heard, and if you haven't seen, which by the way, I have to admit, they put out the video of Cole and Judge wearing the uniforms with the new patches, the new star insurance patch that is going to be on the Yankee pinstripe uniform uh, come July 21st or whatever. The when they show when they put up the video that they put together of you know the cliched Judge in the uniform, and then you know Cole looking down, and then suddenly giving you the power look up that, you know, it's become so uh, cliched and overused in all these videos. But then at the end, they have it. So you know the fan base is going to hate it. Like, they have to know the fan base is going to hate this, right? So they put out this video. And then who do they have do the voiceover tag at the end of it? None other but everybody's favorite manager, Aaron Boone. I have to admit, I kind of got a chuckle out of the idea that they couldn't have some nondescript voice or the same... Welcome to Yankee baseball. Giannotti does it much better, but the Yankee promo guy. Welcome to New York Yankees. It's bobblehead day. Whatever. That voice. Or just a generic voice. Or Michael Kay's voice. Or whoever's voice. John Sterling's voice. But not only they give you the video that you know you're going to despise, and then they give you the manager to do the, do the voiceover. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. But I hate the patches. Yeah, I'm with you. I think it's overblown. I don't care. I hated when they put the Nike swoosh on it, and now I really don't think twice about it or care. I think it's a little hypocritical that they're still they'll they'll preach about this uh, stuff when it comes to the the facial hair or whatever else, uh, and now they're putting patches. But this is the way of the world. We we gotta understand it. Like this is how they're gonna generate revenue. Now, what they can't do is ever put names on the back, which I don't. That's not going to generate revenue, so I hope they don't do that, or see a reason why they would. And but the other thing is the the stadium. It's always got to be Yankee Stadium. That I will flip. People will flip. And a lot of teams, you know, obviously the Mets have City Field guys. You know, I mean, they were just in Seattle. That's changed names a hundred times. And in Toronto, the the buildings changed a hundred times. Um, I, right in in Atlanta, the buildings changed a bunch of times. The name of the building. It's got to be Yankee Stadium, but the patch, I hate it. I don't like it, but people are flipping out like it's some sort of, you know, embarrassment that Babe Ruth is rolling over in his grave, that it's, you know, a travesty. I, I don't Do you get hung up on this stuff, really? The patch on the uniform? Again, I didn't like the Nike swoosh. Does anybody care now? Do you really care that there's a Nike swoosh? Do you even remember that there's a Nike swoosh? I don't like the patches. I didn't like when the Mets did it. First of all, they, the Mets came out, and it was like red and white. It looked like a Phillies uniform, so they changed that. But it's a way for the Yankees to make revenue. Now, should they put that revenue back into the team? Yes, absolutely, of course. Of course that's how I feel. And so if they don't go out and get Soto, or they don't go out and like even offer a contract to Otani, or you know they don't, they don't spend money in the offseason, you're going to be like, oh, well, I guess you just put that $25 million, which is apparently what uh, Star Insurance is going to pay them, $25 million a year in the bank. But I don't, I don't get hung up on this stuff. I don't like it. I wish they didn't do it. But if they're going to make more money, then I expect a higher payroll. That's it. And you can't ever change the name of the stadium. And you can't ever put names on the back of the shirt. But it is a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit of a hypocrisy that they're going to tell you, oh, we're, we're the classic Yankees. Uh, we won't let you cut your hair. Or, uh, you know, we won't let you grow your hair out or grow a beard. But now all of a sudden we could put patches on the arm. And we can have firework night and change all this stuff. But prior to that, you know, there's certain things we keep a standard of. So, yeah, of course it's obnoxious. 
And I hate looking at him. I think it's ridiculous. And the video they put together was laughable. But ultimately, I don't care. I want them to win. I really don't care. I want them to win. And the uniform has nothing to do with it. 877-337-6666. But so you want to go crazy about the uniforms? Fine. Let's go crazy. I do hate it. I have to admit, I hate looking at it. I hate it. But I'll, I'll forget about it. But I hate it. I really wish they didn't do it. For, for $25 million a year, I mean, that's amazing. That's really not that much money. I guess that's Josh Donaldson. I guess most people would rather have the patch than Josh. It's paying for Josh Donaldson. Think of it that way. The patch pays for Josh Donaldson. It recoups it for the mistake of trading for Josh Donaldson. Every bad trade, they're going to have another patch. <laughs> Every time they sign an Ellsbury, up here comes a patch. This one's Traveler's Insurance. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.